Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann and the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, guys, we're in the world of cannabis again. Gosh, it seems like it's been a couple weeks. I mean, since we've had a guest on in this space, but as I've shared before, it is booming. It's growing. Get it? Yes, I know. Out of control um, in a good way. Really just an interesting and exciting space. Um, and I'm just so excited for you to meet my guest today, Dre Newman. Um, he is the chief creative director at Jushi, like Sushi, but Jushi Holdings. They are creating the next generation cannabis platform. Dre, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Good, good to see you. I actually could see you. So I know. It's you. so nice to see you. I wish we were in person, but hey, this is just as good. Um, it's so great to have you on our show today. And I just can't wait to unpack not only the company and like where where we are with the, yeah. your platform, but before that, even your background, which I think is incredible. So let's do that. Um, introduce yourself and share a little bit about your, your background before we even get to Jushi. How does that sound? Yeah, super, super. I can I can tell you my background a little bit. So basically, as as you said already, now I'm the chief creative uh, director, chief creative officer at Jushi, uh, responsible for all the all the brands, for all our digital platforms, for all our retail stores, and anything is creative in there. But let me jump back. How 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 I got there? Right. right. So so I have a kind of funny. So I grew up in Germany, in a little town called Munich. As you might have heard a <laughs> small town. Yeah, <laughs> which is I always say, which is. Pretty, but pretty boring. So if you want, it's very pretty. I've been there. It, it's very pretty, yeah. But it's, it, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. If you want to enjoy the the wide world of entertainment and, and fun, then you don't want to stay there forever. So <laughs> nice. I basically grew up there, and I uh, very early I was very lucky. I was twenty one. I started my first uh, uh, production company for commercials, and um, it, it 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 was like it was something. And as you, I, I know you you're hitting on entrepreneurs, and you have lots of entrepreneurs listening. I did basically something which I shouldn't have done, but it worked out. And that's the interesting part because I, if I wouldn't do it again, if I would know all this stuff today, I would say, Oh my God, like, how do you, how do you, how, how can you start this? So, so I started this production company, phone didn't ring for months and months. Oh my God. And then it rang and <laughs> somebody from Procter and Gamble, funny enough, was on the phone and oh, they yeah. wanted to do this, this big, Another this small brand, <laughs> right? Yeah, small brand. Yeah. Yep. They want to do this test commercial, and the test commercial ended up in. Uh, so, so I was I was, was signing up for it. They said this is not going to be anything like big. It's just like we 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 will test it. We will we will focus group it, and then somebody else is going to do the real one. And I said, long story short, I said if I do it as good as the real one would be, and I put my own money in, like, do you think it's gonna it's gonna be on air? Right. So like, no, it's never going to go on air. So <laughs> fast forward. So I did everything I could. I spent even more money. They gave me a small budget. I spent more money on it. I was myself in it. Oh my gosh! Imagine. You were in the commercial. All the resources pulled. Myself and was, was it, the guy who. Was it one product or was it multiple PNG products? 
Justin, it was an aftershave, and in the end, the, the girl, the girl kisses the boy, and I was the boy because I uh, saved saved the money for the main actor. But anyway, we That's used perfect. the directing. So uh, fast forward, what happened? This this commercial went out of control. It was the best testing Procter Gamble commercial that time, and it it went it won an award in the Cannes Film Festival. No way. It, it oh went on gosh. air and, and they, they bought me out of it and all no that. Way. So that was started my company basically. And from then on, I got like really like uh, uh, with that Cannes Can Festival win, I got like huge like uh, uh, like uh, traction and, and storyboards came in and we right. shot and shot. And it, it ended up, my company ended up to be the number three in Germany in, in production companies. That is crazy. It. My gosh, I didn't know that whole story. I'm glad your PR person, Justin Bernstein, didn't tell me that. But that's oh, so cool. Man, he didn't even know. <laughs> he's just a little insert of He's a, listening, I by the way. <laughs> Bernstein's on. And uh, exactly. that's okay. So I, I, on that topic, so it was months and months of nothing. And then this this one was a breakthrough. I mean, th- putting your entrepreneurship hat on just for a moment. Yeah. What was that time like before we even get to Jushi? Like, was, was that like no big deal? You knew it would take a while and you're just... No, like, no, no, you know, no. What no. It was like, literally, like? it was a little bit, I was a little bit like, you know, overconfident. And because I was working as a, as a, like, you call it like as a production coordinator or like line producer before, like freelance. And I knew, met all this Procter & Gamble clients, right. all the clients. I thought like, oh, if I open my own company, they're all going to come. But of right. course, nobody came. Right. Nobody I knew or thought would come was, 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 was ever calling. And wow. only somebody called an American, uh, and that's why I love the Americans, an American creative director, Mr. Charles Green from Gray, Germany. He called because he heard about one of our, my directors I had, I had this fancy director, the only like, exclusive thing I had then because I could afford from Austria and he was a theater director. He was a good like lifestyle, sure. uh, like kind of a uh, lifestyle director. And so I had him and that's why they called originally. And then this started the journey. In the end, Gray bought out my company and I moved into Gray and finished finish my like, so a quick fast forward that, that took me then like three years in gray then i sold uh, my co- my whole company to gray and then i moved on moved to london and started new stuff and i was always at the at the i thought you know when i when i joined the advertising industry was kind of the the the, the industry was on the down the traditional sure. was on the downer because of digital digital totally. i mean the internet came in so i was always i was the one of the first people who like uh, start, I started a new company in London, which focused only on brand and entertainment. And Got that it. is in like 2000, you know, 2000, this was totally ahead of the game. Like, and, and uh, this company always ended up in doing big events because we had, we had all these big concepts for Canon or like for Volkswagen. And I ended up like doing big, like projects, like special projects for those big clients who like Volkswagen was building a theme park, so did the biggest, the first 360-degree movie in the world. Oh, that's cool. Budget of $20 million. Right. Tom Ackerman from Hollywood, director and so on. So this was London. and so But I was always on the... On, on, I was ahead of the game in branded entertainment. And branded later to cannabis, very relevant as well. So so from then I moved on uh, a partnership into Saatchi and Saatchi. Sure. Uh, another small brand. <laughs> another small <laughs> brand. Did a lot of stuff. Branded entertainment for all their clients. Had wow. my own partnership. And then moved on to Silicon Valley and started the first uh, like social network for creative people, like a LinkedIn for creatives, which was uh, called talenthouse.com. So cool. And learned all the tricks of, uh, and, and, and not tricks of Silicon Valley, which was super interesting. I mean, I've had a great time. I was two years there, sold 
sold that company, or at least my shares still exist, existed, right. and moved to LA and started again like this kind of this kind of the, the creative endeavor until I uh, until I got like um, in, invested into lots of lots of uh, new startups as well, like uh, celebrity based like influencer startups, etc. So I was very close to all that stuff and and did a did a, a from e-commerce as well like that's why I come later to just one of our big achievements in, in, in online sure. I did um, Jessica Simpson's um, uh, e-commerce online store wow so Jessica Simpson Simpson.com and we learned a lot there you know Justin from from a from the funnel and when a tweet goes out and sure. what happens to the traffic so very analytics driven um, that we did and then last one before for Jushi really so before let's Right. To tell you the rock and roll story. But last <laughs> business, because I'm 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 an entrepreneur, a creative entrepreneur, right? right I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing my companies, but as well, I always have a creative projects, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So the interesting thing was I got part of this company in Silicon Valley again, uh, which is called Idean. And this is kind of the this galvanizes my whole experience. So you have now brand experience, entertainment experience, advertising experience, uh, technology. And then the last one is user experience, UX and CX. Sure. Super important because I, I think you say like today you could say UX or like CX, a customer experience equals the brand. Because sure. The experience is everything. Totally so agree. Back to just finishing off my story. Yeah. I, I, I was part of this big agency um, called Idean, which is the top leading Scandinavian, originally top leading uh, UX company in the States. Later, we, we sold it to Capgemini in France. And this was exactly on the cusp where I about to join Jushi with this whole, like, kind of ready for the big thing. But par in parallel, I have my career with, um, I started really taking a lot of pictures. I was, I was partnering up on a, as a visual, visual partner with the, uh, the punk rock band Queens of the Stone Age. Wow. And since... Since five years, I'm doing all their visual as well for the oh, Foo Fighters. Cool. Or like, no way. Um, Arctic Monkeys. And, oh and my all those gosh. Guys. Okay. Do you have a favorite? So, because you've played in a lot of the different aspects of, of digital, right? And, and mm -hmm. advertising, I'll say. So from doing the commercials, like you mentioned, to doing digital, to like social, to images and photo, like anything, like what's your favorite? Like what's the favorite role that you're just passionate about? For me really about? like, uh, firstly like the, you know, because I'm a, I'm a, I like to create content, which is, which is there forever. So my fav personal favorite is always doing those, do, do photography. Because ah, when I, when I shoot, okay. when I shoot Iggy Pop or like a, like a, some, some rock stars, like which I've done and, and done movies with them, it's something you can say it's going to be there forever. You know, you go to iTunes, you Google right. my name, and it's then there. you have like a movie there forever. Right. So, or you, you have gallery shows, you have people buying prints of me, of my fine art prints. I'm only shooting black and white at Neumann Vision <laughs> on Instagram. Um, you can see my thing. So I did a lot of those, those projects with big rock bands, and, and I'm not necessarily a rock fan. Which is <laughs> which is funny, funny, but, but I, I got propelled into it, and this is what those guys like, you know, because you, uh, you don't want a fanboy to take the pictures, so I'm right. very much okay. I'm going there. I'm, I'm there for the art, not for okay. Oh my god, I met Dave Grohl. That's so, really cool. So you um, have your own brand. For those listening, I mean, you have someone here who's developed their own brand around this space, right? I mean, you you've got a number of different things, work streams going now, right? So yeah. how did you decide? Okay, I've got these things going, and now I'm going to go become a part of Jushi as well. What was the interest there? Yeah, this was the this is a funny story. So basically, I was I was just exited of that user experience company, 
And what happened is like, um, since I was doing Queens of the Stone Age, we were looking always for new things. We do all the visuals, we do books, we do calendars, we do like the, 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 the vinyls and the super cool artwork. <laughs> but I was thinking, uh, so I, I went in this artist studio, my friend, and had this, this box of, this looks like a box of cigarettes on the table. And I said, what's this? And he said, that's my brand, Andreas. It's like, what brand what? is it? And he says, this is, this is some pre-rolls. It's like, pre-rolls? <laughs> really? You can sell this here in California? Yeah, of course. It's like California. And then I got, Oh, then I got intrigued by it and I said, wow, I should ma make our own brand for the Queens of the Stone Age since they're the stoner rock. I don't know if you know the band, but they, they're kind of the inventors of the stoner rock, they call it. So how could it be better to have a brand with the Queens of the Stone Age? And this is when I'm starting to look for partners. And through like a weird coincidence, an old friend of mine from Silicon Valley, um, I called him and he said, he said, if you want to do anything in this space, you have to call my friend Eric Mauf who is the president of this company, Jushi, and they sure. like East Coast, they have retail, we should talk to them. And this started the whole, the whole conversation. I spoke to them and then we said, oh, wow, like in, they were just about, Jushi was just about to kind of know who they are and they sure. kind of needed, needed something I had. Right. And I was free, so I just exited. So it was perfect timing. So we like went, went a bunch of like, Projects together because of kind of dating, as we call it, right? We're dating before <laughs> right. we got married. Right. So we were dating. We were dating for like six months and some projects, research projects in in California specifically. And then in last February, just before COVID, we we signed our deal and like I brought my whole team in. So I'm wow. I come with like three, sure. three four people, and and <laughs> so we moved in and we took over the whole creative in yep. Jushi. And what, uh, which and was, question for you on that you yeah. I, and i don't want to let that fly by you said i come with three or four people what like what do you what is it that you bring that or what is it that they bring that complements or kind of helps to make what you bring even more powerful it's like you know, I, I, you can compare it like with the when you when you join a record company or something you go in you 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 bring your best guys right totally to, in order totally. to in order to do what you what you do like it any anything in this this is one of the, the, the my, my sales pitches well, to, uh, to an executive when they, when they hire me or us in this case you you don't hire just a person you know if you hire one of those high rolling like uh, CMOs they come in they have a big salary and then the first thing they need is a team where's my team where's the team there is no team exactly so yes. so I, I bring it kind of like it's like a mercenary you can call it. like I bring like some heavy hitters you like People who can do stuff, you know, not like just they can hit the ground balls. running, and they know how to work with you and your style, and exactly. you've done this that before, we, and you get hey, exactly. Right. I mean, that's awesome. I love that. We just hit, we just hit the road, and specifically, Justin, in the user experience business, sure. you need to, you need to have certain. There's, there's not many top guys around, you know, and I, I, I kept my top guys. One of them is a professor here on the Julian Scarf. He's a professor on Pasadena uh, Art Center. Oh, very which nice. Is one of the top universities in the world for for user experience as well. So he's, he's with me, Benjamin Alistair, genius. We did the jessicasimpson.com. Uh, and so really big experience in e-commerce right. and user experience. And, and uh, that's why I call my, my department. We, we, don't, we, we, not, we don't call anything marketing. Right. We call everything, creative. It's the creative team. I and love I think it's that. a little bit respect to the, to the industry, you know, because it's not totally. like, you, you it's not a market. It's marketing sounds really not right. I no. think you find creative solutions for the really challenging environment in cannabis, you know, where you have lots of rules, lots of different states, with different lots of limitations, lots of compliance. You have to, sure. you know, every packaging, every state is different. Every, 
every state is a branding island. That's so uh, true. There's no doubt. So, so, so this is the creative team came on, and the creative team. The first thing we did is really we we we, we got we, we saw there's a lot of traffic on a very stale Beyond Hello site, which is our retail chain, right? Retail retail brand, and we launched in the midst of COVID, 27th of April. We launched uh, beyondhello.com or relaunched it with an with an e-commerce partner uh, partnership with Jane Industries, yep. which is a great, it's a great, it's a great uh, uh, partner of us who do all the basically they they the shop of well, it's Shopify of Canada. Sure. Yep. Um, and to be integrated, we partner with them, integrate, and day one, Justin, we had like, and I've never seen anything like it without any advertising, we had like over $30,000 sales wow. of pre-orders. <laughs> nice. Wow. Now with it's no, up in no the hundred thousands. Wow. No, no, no. Now it's up in the hundred thousands. It's like uh, every day it's like, it's not like, I mean, it's, okay. So the biggest was $800,000. I love it. So, now we went right into like the retail side of things. Share with our audience, what is Juicy Holdings? Like what is the platform? Just so everyone has a sense for what it is. And then I'd like to talk to how we, how you're, you know, amplifying creative on that platform. Yeah, because I want to, exactly. I want to open for everybody who's not in the cannabis industry. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I come, I come from where you are now. Sure. Not in the cannabis industry. And I moved into the bubble. And the bubble then closes around you, and then you're in a very unique environment. And so, so we call so our company is an MSO, a multi-state operator. We call okay. it, and it's basically a, a which is in, in most of states vertically integrated. So basically, you you have you grow you grow it, and you make it, and then you sell it in your own stores. But sure. you as well sell it in other stores. But you in some states you have to have the whole supply chain. We call exactly. it C to sale. Very vertically integrated. So, yep. so, so Jushi is a C to sale multi-state operator. Uh, most of the states we, we have a we have grow. Some of the states like Nevada, we have only a grow. We sell to other dispensaries, but we grow cannabis, we extract it, we make products, we have from chocolate to gummy bears to mints, which depends on the market. And we sell it in our stores. And we have a very, very, our store, Beyond Hello, this is our retail chain. Uh, you can compare it a little bit how it looks to, to, a, to a cannabis Starbucks. It's very themed. It's very, um, <laughs> it's, it, it's already conditioned to be like recreational all over. So Got there's it. lots of states in cannabis for the people who are not in cannabis industry. There's sure. medical states like Pennsylvania. Absolutely. There's, there's totally recreational state, we call it. So where it's making any, anyone could walk in, even a tourist into a store. And the stores are starting to look like real normal stores. Every, every state has that medical, when they go, okay, there's medical history. So the store, sometimes the legacy of it is very medical. There's pharmacists. There's like, it's, it's a little bit run like a, since it was, was, was an illegal business. or so like, it's kind of <laughs> right. still illegal. Right. Uh, it's run a little bit like, we, we don't run it as a, uh, as we run it really like a, like a store, like a normal store. Sure. That's how I do it. No, I get it. But of course, in, in places like Pennsylvania, you still have, you have, you men by mandatory, you have to have a meeting when you do your first project, you have to have a meeting in a separate room with the farmers in a white coat. But then as soon as you have done this, educates you and then you can be handed over in the more hipper, uh, hipper, uh, place where the, where the, the hipster, the hipster, but tenders, they call them like, uh, uh, selling you then whatever you you desire sure. or whatever whatever the your doctor recommends as well in those states so yeah i was um, i was so impressed um by the retail like just the layout and the design in, in my homework here on beyond yeah, hello you. like it's just amazing i mean it looks beautiful 
I mean, it's yeah, very. It's a little bit like Starbucks. Starbucks Reserve, right. if you know it. Like it's just going that it's going that way. It's always inspired as well by the by the city. You know, we always try to we, we try to get inspired by the environment. Like California, Santa Barbara is different than Sarge, Illinois, or something. But it, it's always a beauty. You, we will find the beauty everywhere. And like if it's an industrial city like Pittsburgh, it couldn't be. We, we're about to open a store there. It's going to be phenomenal. I mean, it's sure. like such a beautiful. Uh, always like fits the city, but we have a, a own spirit. We had our own spirit with sure. So diving into brands, um, for those that haven't um, and haven't visited uh, JushiCo.com, you can check out the brands here. But you got the Bank, Flower and Genetics, the Lab, Concentrates. You've got Nira, Medi- mm-hmm. Medicinals. I guess Medicinals. Oh my God, what are, I can't believe I just said that. Sure. Yeah, and that was recorded. Um, Sachet, is that right? Sachet, yeah. Sachet. Tasteology. All right. So talk about the near. I mean, so talk about the brands here and then how are you, you know, again, when you got there, it's like, how do you apply your creative yeah, so, thinking to that? So what you do is basically, so, so, so first, when, 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 we, when I joined, my team joined uh, Jushi, the first thing the focus was to set up basically the, you can say the port, you have to fix the, you have to fix the port and you, you build like an environment where you can sell stuff. So the first one was sure. retail. We had to, Got we had it. to kind of make it retail digital. Um, there's, we don't want to go too long into this, but there's lots of restrictions. Of course, there's lots of, lots of, uh, lots of uh, regulations say, like, where you can ship to, where you can yeah, sell and you, to. I always that. compared the Brazilian soccer player, you know, the Brazilian soccer player is so good. They're going around the problem. Always. You always have to move around the problem. You have to find your, you have to find your 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 ideal moves around uh, the the compliance. We we have to we have everything we have to comply with. Sure. Diff, different states, different rules. But anyway, so and it's was, always changing, was, right? It's continuing to evolve. Always ever changing. I I said this many times, but I consider the cannabis industry like it's, it's a puzzle with ever changing puzzle pieces, right? <laughs> nice. So it changes all the time. So before you, it's supposed to change, right? Anyway, so we fixed we we set up all our retail. Uh, how it's supposed to be with all the online applications, etc. And then was the time where we start launching brands because we have obviously uh, we we got vertically integrated, so we have our own growers, and in this growth, we had to make our own product. So in the cannabis industry, the biggest seller is flour. We call it that's the actual thing, flour. Sure. So that's the bank. Yep. Um, then you have the the next category with flour sells around sixty percent of the business at the moment, and most 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 states so then you have the pre-rolls that's sure. of course the same brand that's all still considered flour then you go into the lab with the, with the vapes yep um extraction of course and and then you go um the next one would be tasteology is a edible so from edibles from gummy bears to mints to chocolate sure infused product infused edibles different states different rules different products uh, and last but not least we have a we have a medical brand called Nira, which we 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 had for a long time a big relationship with uh with the dent the dent center in in Buffalo where it all started with Nira, where we have a partnership with a doctor who runs this one of the biggest uh, cannabis clinics in the world in, in Buffalo, and this is where Nira CBD came from, and it's Nira Plus, which we sell in our recreational and medical markets now is like the next it's it's the THC version of the CBD Nira, sure. so it's a it's Got a it. medical product. Uh, it some of its capsules and it's it's creams and stuff. So it it it's, it, it, it has that, it, that. That's what you need as well. That's the me- that's the medical stuff, and that's kind of 
that uh, said, ah, okay, sachet, I forgot. Sachet is super cool thing. I don't know how much time we have, but I can, I can go on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but sachet, sachet is like a, it's an interesting product. So we had the flower product bank and there's in, 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 in the facilities, Justin, there's some, there's always some leftovers kind of, when you, when you do that stuff, there's some stuff falling sure. down, yeah. some leftover, which is normally goes into extraction. Got what it. we did is we, we, we kind of collect that stuff, the greatest stuff, which is still great. So we grind it up and it's ready for rolling. And we, we call this project Sachet. And Sachet is kind of a young hipster pro product. It's an adventure because you kind of never know what you're getting. Yeah, I know what you're like get. it. It's <laughs> you buy it, you, you can roll it over, but you know exactly where it comes from. It's like, a, it's like an adventure. And this is how the campaign <laughs> nice. is built. And it's flying off the shelves wow. in, in our markets, that stuff. It's really fun. And, and people are really cost conscious today still. And so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a price game, you sure. know, very much so. So you got to be competitive on that. That's why Sachet is so good. And so this is, this is the brands and we launched them all as uh, as very special. And coming from the outside world, I think we do a little bit different, you know, like we, we have a little bit more attention to detail. We have a lot of, we have a lot of experience and we have, we all were competing. My team is competing in the real world. So sure, you are coming into this, there's, it's just getting started branding. It's you know? so and early. It's amazing. It's so early. Every state has its own uh, version. And basically you can be famous for something in Virginia, which you never <laughs> launch in California, but all the Virginians. So, yeah, that's, that's the that's only amazing. gummy we know. It's right. the greatest. That's but, amazing. And, and that's going to be, for example, Tastology there. In California, you have hundreds of gummy brands right. competing. Totally. In Virginia, it's only Tastology. Right. That's it. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so, now, so it's, and as you're, you know, as we think about metrics, are you able to measure effectiveness of campaigns or investment in, I don't want to call it marketing because I know it's not what no, you no, like no, call no, it, no, but, no, you know, just the brand yeah. building and awareness. Like, are you able to, to kind of, are, are you able to put metrics and analytics around that? 100%. So everything, this is great, great you ask me. So everything we do really, and this is like coming again from a place, the user experience and the really, the, the key in, in UX business is the research you're doing. Sure. And so before we launch something, every inch of a product. We, we, we research, research the branding, how it looks, the, the colors, the colors, the, 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 everything you could research. Uh, and then we make decision based on that and then we launch it. And then we're getting, of course, lots of data back from our stores, right? So sure, uh, not only for people who sell it, but as well, like online, you can imagine there's so much there's so much going on that we have like hundreds of thousands of people we can, we can ask questions. You know, I can send a text message to or an email to over nearly 100,000 people in Pennsylvania and ask them, how would you like to see this? Or what's your favorite, this and that? How do you like that? So we gain a lot of feedback from the consumer, you know, and, and, and that's what we do on a weekly basis. Everything we do is based on research. I Everything. love that. Wow. There's no, there's no, uh, Dre has a great idea and it's like, <laughs> have to, right. don't, don't give a shit really. Like, it's like, if, you know, we were fighting the name Tastology for a long time. I didn't like it. The consumer decided we could not come up with anything better than that. It's like they killed everything wow. killed in, in, in research. So it's now Tastology. It's our edible brand. So we cannot, we, uh, <laughs> even, even though I don't like it, it it's, it's what it is. It and is what it is. We launched the bank just as a reference, which is a totally research thing. We launched the bank flower in Nevada. Yes. And out of the gate, we had a number one flower, wow. flower seller. There. Unbelievable. We, we were number one in the charts. I mean, wow. it's like, like the country charts and the hip hop yeah. charts are different, but some of the charts we were number one out of the gate, which is amazing. amazing. And I, I really, 
uh, I think it's reason because we researched it so much because we knew exactly what boxes we have to tick and the price points are very important. Sure, and absolutely. in cannabis, you do a lot of you do a lot of promotions. You know, text messaging is a is a big deal. You know, like you have you have the uh, with the permission of the of the the patient, you can actually send them text messages. It's not easy. You have to go a lot of loops around to make it like all compliant, but sure. it's, it's possible. And this is what we do mainly, you know. Like, and then there's 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 traditional. We have billboards out there. Everything we can do, we really do. But it's it's a very limited limited thing what you can do really sure. so you have to really build a strong experience and a strong relationship with your patients and customers I love that okay here's an introspective question for you a, a little bit of a right turn where do you get your ideas from like where when you're thinking like is there a, a, a thing you have to do an activity a space you have to go to or are you just kind of full of ideas all the time like what what gets your creative thinking going um, I think so. I have I have so, uh, my one of my 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 partners in my team, Benjamin McAllister. So I have a lot of um, long conversations. You know, where you just liberate yourself from anything, right. you go a little outside the bubble, and just just talk and talk and talk. It can go for hours. And I do this at night, right? I talk like for two hours. With, of course, our wives and kids they like oh, these that. guys are already acting all day. To, to I love it. But this is my brainstorming time. Uh, you sure. know, going so he's he's a type of person who can repeat. Like I love repetition. I keep repeating, repeating, repeating yeah. until something pops out. This is where we get the I think the ideas for the day, and then it's just admin, and you throw it in in the machine, and then we have to execute and research it, of course, you know, and all that stuff. So. Wow, that's amazing. Um, this has been so interesting and fascinating. I, I think I'm. Uh, I, it's so great that you're there and and uh, to be able to leverage your skill set and team. That's amazing. Um, as you think about your background and, and your experiences being an entrepreneur, you're yourself and then here you know with this business that's b- growing and i say uh, very yeah. much entrepreneurial what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd offer to other listeners that are either launching their own brand thinking about launching their own brand you know potentially getting into a, a company that is somewhat of a, a high growth company like what are the two or three things you've learned that you'd share with others i think the first thing is really like um which i had to learn the hard way it's definitely not always your idea it's as, as i just said research there's so many tools today available online you can research your ideas with the exact consumer uh, you're targeting and get their feedback i think that's key you have to do it you can save so much money you spend a little bit money on the research and then and you don't it, it's so liberating because totally because yeah. uh, you know everybody has an opinion opinions are the cheapest entity <laughs> right like so, <laughs> it's like uh, you don't want all the opinions. You want the opinions of the consumer and then to research your stuff is number one, I think. Then uh, the second is timing is everything. So I, I, I always want to write a book, which is the title is called Timing because my timing was always knock on wood, but was always great. And and um, it's it comes with uh, having no doubt in yourself, I think. Oh, in wow. the time. That's interesting. When, whenever you come up with a little doubt, it can stop you for just a fraction of a second. And it's like the movie Sliding Doors. Right. This door is open. The doubt will stop you for a split of a second. Doors closing, boom, you get run against the wall. No right. doubt, go through it. And don't be afraid. No doubts and don't be afraid. Just do it. And then you fall into timing at some point. Wow. I think timing is everything. And that, that can only be achieved with fearlessness, I think. Constantly uh. feel. I'm totally like... I have no mercy. I don't think I have any fear. <laughs> but has so, that always been the I'm case for you? For, or have you had to like almost get yourself always, to that place? Always. No, no, no. I have uh, always. If there's, if there's something 
people don't want to go there, I, I go there. That's why the cannabis industry was like, oh my God, this is like, it's like a candy shop for me, right? right. There's, a, there's all these rules you can break right. and not break and you cannot break it, but yet you have to go around. As I said, like the Brazilian soccer player, right? you the have Brazilian to play around. Well, okay. What is the deal? Okay. I maybe, I know I, I'm not an expert in soccer, but like, what is the deal with the Brazilian soccer player? Oh, they know they just they have this thing called jinga. You know, the Brazilians they they're not hard as the Germans. The Germans are very strategic, hard, drain brutally, and like with the force going through with their play. The Brazilians they dance, they they they, they have right. individuals. You know, they, they, the individuals are making the game instead of the Germans. It's always like a strategic thing. The Brazilians are very playful, very easygoing. They. They, they dance, you know, wow. and this is how they, they have, they have, they have, they have I the most maybe uh, know that. world Sorry. champion, world champions. Uh, they, I think they have world, world, five world championships. Wow. Like, and they really okay. own that I know I should maybe have known that for everyone listening that's laughing at me, but at least I, I learned that. Yeah, for all, the, all the Brazilians. <laughs> the Brazilian soccer players. Uh, this has been so great. Dre, where can our listeners find you, Jushi, etc.? Connect with the brand, buy the product if it maybe is available in their state or locality. Yeah, this is like beyond-hello.com. It's our retail brand. Then we have Jushi Cold. So Jushi is like sushi with a J and then CO in the end.com is our is our corporate uh, headquarters. There's lots of jobs. We're looking like we have a lot. Awesome. We're looking, I think, for over 100. We have over wow. 100 places. We're now 900 people nearly. So amazing. We'll, we'll grow to uh, over over 1,500, I think, in next year or, the, or even this year. Uh, we're looking for lots of people. Uh, to join the bubble. <laughs> to join um, the bubble. I mean, seriously, yeah. what what an exciting time in this industry. I mean, for anyone that's been around this space, you can just you can just tell as markets open up, that's only going to naturally grow. No pun intended. And like, that's, what a cool time to be part of a brand that's really got a presence. Exactly. And the last one is Neumann Vision at Neumann Vision. My Instagram. It's oh, like very good. One, okay. Neumann with one N. Vision. Perfect. That's well, my Instagram. Hey. No, but it's only that's only rock and roll photography. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's a lot of great interviews with you out on YouTube and whatnot too. Um, exactly. Hey, Dre, this has been so cool. So thank you so much for spending time with us. Look forward to staying in touch. We'd love to have you back on. Can't wait to meet you in person. But thanks for more than anything for making time for the podcast. Thank you so much, Justin. It has been an absolute pleasure. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.